0: What's going on, good people? Welcome to Life School. I'm Reverend Kojo. I am your host. We've got a lot to talk about today. Look, Life School is not about getting your panties in a bunch. It's about talking about the hard-hitting topics that you're going through today. If you're struggling, I want to talk about it. If you're hurting, I want to talk about it. If you're just flat-up confused, let's talk about it, too. Why? Because this is Life School. good people. I'm so glad you decided to join us today. So today, I want to talk about um, something that I, I say it, I write it, I teach it, I preach it. Um, but I'm convinced if we can talk about it, we can fix it. And so I think, especially in my generation, and in it's rubbing off in generations after and before us, we don't like to talk about things. We'd rather text and ghost. We'd rather Uh, change the subject. We don't want to deal with our situations. And you know, last time we talked about, um, we talked about how we like to ghost and I talked about that is not acceptable. It's never acceptable to just leave and not give closure, uh, because it, it impacts you psychologically, you and the people that you leave psychologically in ways that you can't reverse. That doesn't mean they can't move forward and it doesn't mean that they can't move on, but there is undue damage and pain that you do to them that you don't, that why would you inflict that when you don't have to? Um, and so today I want to, I want to encourage us to talk about situations because we were talking about leaving last time, but every relationship, every friendship, every business partnership does not have to end because you disagree. And every every situation, even when we sit here and we look at the racial tension in our country and we talk about the disagreements between groups and we talk about how we are upset, I'm willing to bet that the reason that white people have a problem with black people and the reason black people have a problem with white people and the reason white people have a problem with the Hispanics and the reason that people have a problem with the Native Americans is because we have a lack of understanding of one another. I'm, you know, I'm convinced that, and we'll talk about the marriage thing later, uh, but I'm convinced most marriages fail because not because of unmet needs and they, and most people fail to communicate their needs and their expectations and their desires. And so they sat on mute for years. And one day they woke up and realized that they couldn't deal with this thing any longer. They didn't want to deal with this thing any longer. And because they decided they didn't want to deal with it, they decided to get up and leave. And it came out of left field to one, and the other had been brewing and stewing because they had failed to communicate what was going on in their lives. And I know it is easy. It's so easy to, to just bottle it up on the inside because you don't like conflict. But how many of you like everybody? Like the best way to communicate, or, or the best way to live, is to beat conflict before it becomes a war. See, when it's just a little bitty spark, we can tap that thing in the in the bud and and turn around and forget that there was ever a spark. But when something becomes an explosion, when something becomes a nuclear bomb, when it detonates, uh, it it's gonna de- when it detonates it's, it's gonna take over. Uh, whole areas of people's lives is going to destroy some things now, but when it started as just a spark or just a little bit of oil, we can clean it up. It might leave a blemish, but it's not going to cause nearly the damage. The longer we wait on a thing, the longer we allow it to, to progress and to fester and to dig, sit on the inside, it grows and it becomes more toxic. Y'all you know I talk about this conversation I had earlier this year uh, that I didn't expect to go as, as oddly as it did and how upset I was um, in how it turned out. But the reason I had the conversation is because what ha- I had been holding on the inside, I had been holding on the inside for over a year. And it had begun to deal with me in such a way that it it began to become an obsession in my mind. And I have way too many things to do, to, way too much to do, way too many things going on to be obsessed with one thing that I have the power to solve or I have the power to get some understanding through. Now, granted, that situation didn't happen, it didn't unfold the way I thought it should have. That situation didn't unlock the way that I thought it should have. But when we begin to think about these situations, it's not the obsession of my mind anymore. It's not. Always in on the inside of me, because when we hold things on the inside of us, they go toxic. I'll tell y'all a story. Uh, back in years and years ago, I was probably in single digits. Easter came along and my Sunday school teacher, who is still very sweet to me, uh, she still bakes for me. And I, I'm long removed from her Sunday school class, uh, gave gave me some Easter eggs. OK, and she gave me these Easter eggs. Uh, and they were real eggs. Like they weren't the ones with candy in them, which didn't make me any difference. I really wasn't a candy eater. still aren't. But she made, gave us some Easter eggs for Easter. And, you know, we we all dressed up or whatever. So you got all this all this special stuff. And I put the eggs in the compartment of something that I don't carry very often. Uh, but it was Easter and so I was carrying it and it was, you know, it was, it was a good day. And I left the I left it all in mama's car up under the seat. Well, a couple of weeks went by, <laughs> and all of a sudden, my mama's car began to reek. Oh, it smelled terrible. It was so nasty, like it didn't even, oh, it was nasty. It just smelled awful. And my mama's like, what in the world is that? And like mom's a fairly neat person. So it wasn't like the car was like dirty or anything. <laughs> Looking around the seats are bare. All she sees is the car seats. What is that smell? So then she looks at my little sister, assuming she's messed in her diaper. That hadn't happened. Looking around, what in the world is that smell? And so after searching the car down, she opens up the container and she sees two now green eggs that have this smell that is out of this world. When the eggs first happened, if I would have ate them then, it would have been fine. If I would have put them outside, it would have been fine. But because I allowed them to fester in a situation that they did not belong, they became rancid and toxic. Had we consumed those, it would have been bad. And so when we are, and the wife's the same way, when we hold on to stuff that doesn't belong on the inside of us, things that we need to express, things that we need to get out and we need to deal with, those things fester on the inside of us, and the longer they fester on the inside of us, they get worse. The, the less time that we spend and, and devote to making our situations better, the less time we we are uh, devote to dealing with things and talking these things through. And I'm not talking about a text message, y'all. I text just like the next person. But there are some things that you need to do in conversation. You need to have the conversation. You need to sit down and face to face and talk to people. And here's what happens: something happens when you communicate face to face you can read the body language. And so I can say the same thing in text message and it be perceived completely differently. And I can be upset, but you think I'm being polite in text message. But in, in face to face, there is there is very little hiding what you're really feeling. You may be trying to cover your emotions, but you can still tell that there's tension there as you're trying to place your words and figure some things out. So when we sit face to face, it is imperative, a, it's imperative that we sit face-to-face, but it's also imperative that we make the time to have real conversations with real people. Look, I understand we live in a day and age of apps and text messages, and there's a robot who just was granted world citizenship, which I think is stupid. But, I, you know, we, we need to get back to basics, because human interaction is what it is. It's human. We should. We don't need robots in between us. A, a phone is cool. I think phones have really great purposes. I carry two. Um, I think that they keep us connected to the world in ways that we weren't connected before. You know, the time, how, how we operate with our phones now and how we operated 10 years ago is far different. And just because it's far different doesn't mean that we have to leave behind the pearls of wisdom that we gained in the past. We make real connection by sitting face to face with a person, having a conversation. Y'all know that there's a there was a, a article that came out, and this woman tried and actually fell in love. Uh, but there are 36 questions, and there's an exercise that you can do, and they guarantee that you'll fall in love with the person that you do the exercise with if you do the exercise pro- appropriately. And they did the exercise, and they fell in love, and they've been together for like two or three years, and and it's real. That the the crux of that entire. Uh, experiment is that you're sitting face to face staring one another in the eye there we we are so we can we look into we peer into each other's souls by looking into their eyes we we can begin to empathize with the person if we would just shut up and sit down and look in their eyes you know there are so many situations that could be solved that we we, we would seek to understand and later to be understood to see into a person's eye, look in their eyes, see into their soul, and see the state of their souls to the state of their psyche. And, you know, we can do that. Like, this is not some far-fetched mystical situation. Sit down and look in somebody's eyes. Be quiet. Stop yelling at the top of your, your, your lungs and listen. And when it's your turn to speak, speak and speak the truth. It drives me up a wall to no avail to sit in a situation and and that you beat around the, t- the bush. Now, we're talking about a situation. There's obviously a problem, but you don't want to hurt my feelings. And so you don't want to say it. Well, we can't move forward. We can't fix a problem if we're unaware of the problem. If we don't know the source of the problem, and if you know the source and you won't articulate it, that's a problem. We've got to communicate, guys. If you want to have a healthy life, healthy relationships, healthy marriages, healthy business relationships, healthy church relationships, healthy walk-in-the-park relationships, we got to communicate. And, I, and we, we've got to get away from always texting. Sit down and talk to somebody. Go to dinner for once. You know, you know. I, I loathe Netflix and chill. I know that that's the culture. I don't really hate the actual action. Like, I, I I like watching Netflix. As a matter of fact, it puts me to sleep just about every night. Like Netflix. But when we are so caught up on, well, let's just watch a movie and see what happens after or during, that we never sit down and have a conversation. You are tying your soul. Because we, I know what happens after Netflix and chill. You're tying your soul to somebody that you don't even know if their soul has depth. You don't even know if you want to make your, your soul, make your home in their soul, but you're tying your soul to something that you haven't even looked at here. Here's a a piece of free advice. When you, um, when, when you have sex, you tie your soul to them, right? But when you have sex with somebody that you are not married to, or you do not have not built relationship with, you have not, uh, you don't have rapport with what you're doing is you're buying a house that you've never looked at. You are. Um, exploring a house, you, you're moving into a house that you don't have the deed to. So at any moment you can get evicted, at any moment the foundation can give away, at any moment you can find out that, that there are spirits living in that house that are, that are not suitable, but you have bought the house, you have tied your soul there, you have made that your home, and you can't, that's not really reversible, y'all. There's so many things, so many mistakes that we make because we're ignorant of what we're doing. You know, I had a kid come to come into my office and tell me that uh she she had sex and she didn't know that sex was wrong until she did it. And now she feels guilty because all she wanted to do was please God. And I sat there dumbfounded because how did you not know? And and and, I, and it makes me question. this is "Am I doing a bad job? Is it the parents doing a bad job? Are the schools fa- where are we where are we falling short?" But it, I think it falls short of of our culture has taught us that sex with anybody is cool. And if we're going to be completely transparent, I have wrestled for years with why it's so important to be chaste or to be abstinent. You know, I understand now, in part, why it's important for me to be chaste, but and I don't fully understand it, but I don't understand why it's so important. I didn't understand why it was so important, and so if I didn't understand it and I was searching the scriptures down, um, how many people are really living this thing and, and have not learned it, don't understand why it's important? And then, and you may be listening, maybe sitting like, well, psh- that's antiquated, Reverend Kojo. I mean, I know the old folks did it. I know my mom and daddy waited. They may not have waited. Grandma and grandpa waited. So, I, But, you know, I'm not going to do that because I want to have fun. And if that's your decision, that's your decision. But I want to make sure that you understand the ramifications. Again, communication. If nobody ever tells you these things, how do you know? Communication, communication, communication. I you know, I think when we sit down and talk to somebody, it's important that we we talk their things through. And after we've talked the things through, we need to share our concerns and we need to listen to their concerns. And after we've done that, we need to go to the drawing board and say, okay, how can we fix the situation? How can we rectify it? Because obviously because in most situations, and not all, what we have is better than losing it. Now, there are some situations that I have run for the hills. And once I got out of that thing, I'm like, glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I laid my burdens down, I feel better, so much better. Uh, <laughs> and I, you know, <laughs> and I ran, you know, I ran for the hills and didn't look back. Um, but plenty of plenty of relationships. We we don't. We don't need to. You know, we, we, we don't have to let go of, we just need to talk things through and we need to work through our problems. But that starts with us being honest and transparent about the things that are really going on in our mind, our head and our lives. And when we can do that, then we can work through some things. Now I'm not saying that you one conversation is going to fix everything. I'm not saying that at all, but if you will commit to trying to talk about it and not being so defensive some people go into the room with their defenses so high that it doesn't matter what the other person has said that you know that they're, they're just ready to fight. Don't go into the room so defensive. Go into the room with an open heart. Go into the room understanding, seeking to understand and not to under be understood. And I think that's another issue we have, guys. We want everybody to understand us, to respect us. You're gonna put some respect on my name. You're gonna do this, that, and the other. But we don't we don't really care if we understand somebody else. Not right and it's not fair, it's not just, it's not good, it's sick. Okay, well, I hope you've understood what I'm trying to get across. Uh, communication is key, okay? Communication is so imperative in everything that we do. If we can't communicate, we are doomed, and the communication starts with speaking face to face. Um, you know, I if we can learn to do that. I think we'll be on, we'll be back on the uptick and not on the downtick. All right, be sure to check out ReverendCojo.com. There's new content daily. I'm even thinking about doing Life School daily. Uh, y'all, let me know what you think. Y'all be blessed, and until next time, this is Life School with Reverend Cojo.